All right, so there's a Maisa with the Dibri Chaim of Sanzer, Chaim Sanzer, who there was a, a poor chassid that came to him. He had a real financial uh, troubles, and he asked him for help. And the Dibri Chaim wrote a hamlotza, uh, a letter of, recomm- of recommendation that people should help out with the cause. And he gives this letter over to, his, to the poor chassid. And along with it, he writes a personal letter to one of his chassidim, the Rav Chaim Sanzer writes a personal letter to one of his chassidim, who he knew to be financially well off. And he writes specifically that this chassid should give the wealthy chassid, the poor chassid, a, uh, a specific amount. Fine. So the poor guy goes to this wealthier uh, Sanzer chassid, and he shows up, and the, the wealthy guy first makes him wait, and finally he walks in, and the guy, the, the, this wealthy guy puts him through the ringer. Fine. The poor guy goes through the ringer, and um, then he says, you know, after putting through all this, he says, you know, the Rebbe wants me to give more than I want to give, and it's my money, so I'll give what I want. And he gave him less than the Rebbe had requested that he asked for. So the poor chassid says, you know, I know it's your money, but with all due respect, you're not going to listen to the Rebbe. So the wealthy guy says, I'm a chutzif. I'm a chutzif. And he says, you know what? You're getting nothing. And he sends him home as poor as when he came. Okay, fine. So the poor guy goes back to the Rebbe. He goes back to Rechaim. And he says, listen, Rebbe, I'm just as poor as when, I, uh, as when you sent me. So the Rebbe gives a kvetch. He gives a krecht. And he writes another letter to a different well-off chassid in a different town. He says, go there. This chassid taka went there. And this, this other wealthy guy welcomed him a little more covet, a little more honor, a little more respect. And uh, he took care of him. Fine. A few months later, as is common in Hasidish circles, <clears throat> the Hasidim came to spend Yom Tif with the Divrei Chaim. So the first guy who put the poor guy through the ringer, he shows up. And the Rebbe calls him over. And he says, I have a question for you. He says, in our parsha, in parsha Yishlach, Yaakov is traveling separate from his family. Because he went back to get the small jugs. And what happens? There's a man who wrestles with him. Who's the man? Who wrestled? Who's this man who wrestled him? So the Chazal teach us that actually it was Sarei Shal Esav. It was the angel of Esav, the officer of Esav, that was wrestling with Yaakov. In next week's Parsha, in Parsha's Vayeshev, when Yosef goes searching for his brothers, it says he went to the field and... Um, and uh, a man found him. Ish, a man. This man said, No, how can I help you? What are you searching for? And Yosef says, Who's this Ish? Who's this man? So Chazal teach us this was actually the Malach Gavriel. The Ish next week's parsha is Malach Gavriel. So Divri Chaim looks at this Chassid who put the poor guy through the ringer. He said, Let me ask you a question. How did Chazal know that in this week's parsha, when Yaakov goes back, who's the Ish? Who's the angel? The messenger of Esav. But in next week's parasha by Yosef, they say it was Malach Gavriel. How do you know? So the Chassid says, I don't know. So the Chaim gives him a piercing look and he says, I'll tell you how you know. He says, if somebody needs help, if a Yid needs help, and a Malach, an angel that should be helping out, begins to wrestle with him, he's from Esav. But if somebody who shows up when another yid needs help and they're ready to do whatever they can to help out other situation, they must be coming from the holy Malach Gavriel.